Hello, hello. Welcome to SLD Wellness, the podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Lorenziazio. SLD Wellness is a place for you to find your voice, find your gifts, and to realize that you already have the tools inside of yourself. Today is episode 21 of the podcast, and it's all about preventing burnout. Burnout is a tough thing if you've ever encountered it. It is something that really just completely drains you, like mentally, physically, emotionally. You get to a point where you just feel like getting out of bed in the morning is a difficult task. I mean, I think Dexter's sigh, really. It's You're at this point of like, I just can't. I can't function. I can't do this. And if you get to that point, it really is a hurdle. It's a climb to get to a point where you're better. So that's why this is about preventing it rather than overcoming it, because there was a period of time that I was thinking about talking about overcoming burnout, and maybe that'll be a future thing. But when it comes to preventing it, it's really important to start to get to a point where you're comfortable with saying no. I know that episode 20 was about creating boundaries and saying no was a huge piece of that. And the reason that creating boundaries is so important is so that it can help you prevent burnout as well. It can make it so that you feel like there are things that you have as expectations and there's things that you don't. There's things that you don't want to be doing. There's things that you don't need to be doing. Everything does not require your attention. And if you feel like that's the case, if you are operating in that place in which everything requires you, you need to be able to take a step back and figure out for yourself what it is that works best for you. When it comes to burnout as well, like burnout is something that can happen in so many different capacities. As a parent to a child, you can experience burnout. As an employee in a work environment that is toxic, oppressive, and isn't right for you, you can experience burnout. If you're someone who also has a tendency to be a giver, a helper, and you go above and beyond for things, you're more likely to also place a lot of emphasis on the things that you do and put a lot of expectations and put really high expectations on the things that you do. I was actually reading something earlier about burnout and one of the things that it noted was that if you're someone who is new to a job or very eager on the job, you might be more likely to experience burnout and it's because of the fact that you feel like you have to put in more and do more in order to show yourself, in order to show yourself in that situation and in that work environment. And if you're working somewhere where you feel like, oh man, I am struggling to function, I feel like I am treading water, and from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep, it's all surrounded to this job, I don't get to eat, I forget to eat, I forget to have water. If you are working in an environment like that where you immediately are forgetting also to take care of your basic needs, besides it being an environment that isn't right for you, it also is an indicator that you're experiencing something that is taking you away from self-care. You have to take care of yourself. That is the priority. That is number one. And if you're working somewhere where you feel as though your basic needs are 
not being met as a human because you are struggling to do them because you're constantly back to back in meetings or receiving passive aggressive messages or feeling as though you don't have any time to function. You really have to think about what are the things that you need to say no to? What are the things that you need to remove? And what ways can you take care of yourself? So often we stay in things because we think that, oh, this job will eventually get better. And if it's a chronic situation, if it's impacting your mental, your physical, your emotional health, it's time to go. So one of the big things I would say with preventing burnout is figuring out what it is that you need to say no to. And if it's a bad environment, whatever that looks like, whatever situation that is for you, take a look at it, examine it. What situations for you are needed to be removed, be observed? What are the, what are the things that you need to say to make things better for you? Because If you are not able to function, if it's hard for you to start your day in the morning, then there are different things that you need to adjust and establish in your day to make things flow better for you. So when it comes to preventing it, a big piece is practicing and working on self-care, making that something that is a daily thing for you. And that can be in the routines that you do. And I know that self-care is also something that can be a buzzword, is a buzzword that is used a lot. But truly to me, it's like, if you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others. You can try, you can try your very best, but you're gonna be drained, you're going to be overwhelmed. There's going to be an element of resentment that can exist if you're giving from a place where you're completely empty. I'm not saying don't give to people. Like that is not that is not ever my saying, but it's so important to make sure that you do truly take care of yourself first. And so making sure that you move your body, making sure that you take care of yourself truly. Like what does that look like for you? Is that meditation? Is that yoga? Is that journaling? Is that calling your mom on a walk? Is that calling your best friend? Is that sending a funny message to your friend? Is that reading one of your favorite books or finding a book that you want to start reading? There's so many ways that you can develop care for yourself that is part of a daily routine for yourself as well that allows you to make sure that when you start your day, no matter what happens, you have at least taken care of your needs first. You've taken care of your physical, emotional, mental, spiritual state. You've taken care of yourself before you then go leap in to help everyone else like you do. And I think it's also important to operate in a way in which you make sure that the things that you are doing are things you genuinely do want to do. Like if you don't want to do something, don't do it. Find a way to create some boundaries for yourself or to, if you do have something that you want to do, do that thing and completely enjoy that thing. And if there's things that you don't want to do or that you don't have a choice to do, find some boundaries around it, some time limits around it. You don't 
have to put yourself in a position though where you volunteer to do things that you don't want to do especially if you're just like I'm doing this because this is going to make someone happy but I have no interest in doing this I am not looking forward to it those situations and those things are the worst and if you continuously put yourself in them and if you have environments that you're in that drain you and don't respect you and continuously ask for more rather than respecting you, respecting your space. It's so important to establish boundaries for yourself on what are the things that you need and what are the things that are limits for yourself. And it's also so, so, so important to get rest. Like, please, please take a nap. Please get some sleep. Please get enough sleep. Find ways to get rest because So often we think that if we are on go all the time that we're going to get shit done. But listen, we only have 24 hours in a day. We have all of 24 hours in a day, however you want to say it. We have 24 hours in a day. You don't have to do everything in that one day. And if you overwhelm yourself, it's more likely that you're going to make it so that you don't want to do something. If you overwhelm yourself, it's not even that, oh, you don't want to do it. You end up feeling so overwhelmed by all of the things that you have said you need to accomplish that it's hard to really get any of it done. Society will have you thinking that you need to accomplish 20 things in a day and have run 10 miles and did everything in order to have that be success. And that's really bullshit. It is all just bullshit. You have to take care of yourself. You have to prioritize your needs. And you have to find ways to do it where it works best for you. If you're somebody that is a processor and you need more time to get things done, all right, are 20 things on your list going to really get done today? Probably not. And so removing things, moving things to the next day, things to the next week, asking for help, seeing if there's someone else that can help you with some of it and you do part of it so that you don't have to do all of it together. Having an additional brain power or another connection that can help you with something rather than putting the weight of everything on your shoulders. Those are all things that are so important if you want to make sure that you can sustain being somewhere. And finding a supportive community is also so important as well because if there's things that you are struggling with accomplishing and you know that you need to scale back, you have to ask for help. And being around people that are willing to help you and are receiving of that is amazing. And if you're in a space in which it's automatically assumed that you still have to figure everything out, it's not the right space for you, it's time to reevaluate where you are. I know all too well what it's like to be in environments where you're struggling, you're saying you're struggling, you express it, you express the pain, you express the struggle, and they just kind of look at you with blank stares and you are forced to fend for yourself. And in which case, I would say those are spaces and places to leave because they're not worth your time or your energy and you deserve so much more. And it's also so important to make sure that as you're taking your rest and as you're taking your breaks, that you really do find ways to disconnect from all of those outside external stimuli that are distracting you because there's always going to be something that needs to get done. If you are in a space or work somewhere where there's always a fire, there's always going to be a fire. And if you work somewhere where every single thing is a fire, 
they're always going to have a fire. So you need to be able to step away from that fire and take care of yourself because you can't fight flames if you are on empty. You can't help others if you aren't helping yourself and identifying your needs and you aren't being aware of, okay, I've been sitting in front of this laptop for 12 hours. I need to go for a walk. And also throughout the day, creating breaks for yourself so that you can walk away, so that you aren't at a computer for 12 hours, so that you are eating, so that you are establishing rest and also creating a schedule for yourself and knowing that people are not going to always be happy with how you operate especially if they don't have boundaries for themselves if you are around people who don't have limits for themselves and run themselves into the ground they don't understand that that isn't a good way to operate your life and if you want to operate in a more balanced way, you can't operate the way that someone who operates in a dysfunctional way does. So you have to create the balance for yourself. Other people will not create that for you. Other people will not say to you, oh, you know, you look like you're a little tired or you look like you really just cannot handle how things are right now. Maybe you should get some sleep. People aren't going to tell you that. And even if somebody tells you that, it's not going to feel comfortable. You're not going to just suddenly be like, oh, okay, I'm going to go to bed and then things will magically be okay. When you experience burnout, it's something over a sustained period of time. It's a long-term situation. And I know, unfortunately, all too well what that is like because I have had therapy and conversations about burnout. And it is something where when you have it, I know that for me, at the peak of my burnout, it was feeling like I can never sleep. There was a, I was crying all the time. I was overwhelmed by everything. And it's also tough because I was working in an environment where it was like everything was demanding of me at all times. And so it's like flashing laptop, flashing messages on my laptop, calls going through on my laptop, texts going through on my phone emails going through at the same time and feeling as though I don't even know why I'm doing this because I don't even feel as though I matter. I'm feeling like I'm exhausted and run into the ground and it doesn't feel like I ever have a moment to myself. And I didn't. I mean, I was working on weekends too. I was working every day. And when you have two or three months of working straight and you're not sleeping, you feel that. That is why I advocate so much about the importance of sleep and the importance of rest because I was not sleeping and I was not resting and I got to a point where I got so overwhelmed and was like, I cannot do this. This is not for me. This is not good for my health mentally at all. This is an awful environment for me. And everyone finds the environments that are right for them. For me, I created it. For me, working for myself works so much better because I know how to take care of myself the best. So I will give myself all of the things that I need. I will give myself all of the learning opportunities and all of the opportunities to shine my light, give myself rest, and give myself care that I want to and that I need. 
and I will seek those opportunities out and I know those opportunities will come to me as well. Like I know that after having repeated work environments where I experienced burnout, I know how to take care of myself to the point that I also know how to work for myself. I know how to give myself those needs that I wanted to have taken care of and needed to have taken care of in general in a work environment. I created it for myself. And I'm not saying, hey, the way to prevent burnout across the board is work for yourself. But hey, if that is something that you wanna do, let me know. But I do think that a big piece of preventing burnout is creating for yourself your own structure of your life and your day. Because if you don't create it and you feel as though it's happening to you, oh my gosh, that shit is hard. If you feel as though life is happening to you rather than you are in charge of your life, it is the most overwhelming experience because it ends up being a situation in which you feel as though someone is telling you what you have to do rather than you knowing the things that you need to do or deciding the things that you want to do or have decided that you want to have. So what are the things that you can say no to? Again, is another question for you. What are the things that you can remove? And how can you take breaks? Because you don't have to do a million things in a day. You just don't have to. It's not necessary. Take your time and do the things that you need to do and do the things that you want to do. You don't have to do all the things at once. All right, y'all, let's move to the meditation. So wherever you are, Plant your feet on the ground, close your eyes, check in with yourself. Take a deep inhale through your nose, exhale out of your mouth. Again, take another deep inhale through your nose. Exhale out of your mouth. Plant your hands on your knees. Slightly tuck your chin. Relax those shoulders, release the tension. Take another deep inhale through your nose. Exhale, release. What ways can you take care of yourself? What does that look like? 
take a deep inhale, fill up. Exhale, release. Another deep inhale. Exhale, let it go. begin to wiggle your fingers and toes slowly begin to open your eyes and find three things in the room to look at thank you so much for being here again my name is Stephanie Lord Enthiazio if you want to work with me you can email me stephanie at sldwellness.com you can follow me on Instagram at SLD Wellness and check out my website, sldwellness.com, for all of the blog posts on mental health and wellness. And join the mailing list to get lots and lots of self love tips. And there's also a self love guide that is also out so check it out